Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. I am so excited about today's show. Are you fired up? Pumped. I am so excited. Today's guest is an author. She is a prophetic voice in this world today with a huge platform. And she is, I wanted to read this correctly, a radical renegade revivalist. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. Welcome to the show, Krista Elijah. Yay! Yay! Hey, guys. Welcome. I found that on your site, a radical renegade revivalist. Now, what is that? Because that is too cool. Yeah, so just radical. I mean, I and renegade. So I feel always I have to explain the renegade thing because that actually is somebody that usually like rebels against a system. And for me, that was rebelling against the religious Babylonian system. Um, I am just totally on fire for Jesus and I'm radically obedient. I go where he says to go and I do what he says to do, regardless of what people may think of me, um, because I'm living for an audience of one really. So I'd love it. I remember the first time I I heard your name, um, Stacy had been out, I think running errands and driving and somebody had sent her, my sister, your sister. Yep. Sister Tammy sent her a Facebook live that you had done while you're like out on a walk. And I think it was like, hundred degrees and you're like breathing and you're just like crying and talking. She goes, you got to watch this to stop what you're doing. And we just, and we watched it together. Then she'd been watching it. Then we started from scratch and watched uh, this, this whole video that you made. And I don't know how many people end up seeing a total bank at that time. It was hundreds of thousands uh, had, had seen this and it was so powerful. And it's sometimes like you, you're, 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 you're hearing truth. But in that video, I was actually like experiencing, I was mm-hmm. feeling truth. You know, you could, you could feel the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. on it so much. You know, sometimes, you know, more is, more is caught than is taught. And it's like the presence of God was on that video in such a yeah. powerful way. And uh, it was like, like, you can feel yourself sometimes having breakthroughs and you can't put your finger on it because you're exposed to truth. And that that really like changed a lot of things for us. And we had an opportunity to meet you then in person in Dallas and have a you know a conversation with you. But but for for people that this may be the first time that they've seen you, you're you're regularly on Elijah Stream with with Steve and Elijah and, Fire with Jeff. Yeah, you and the know, whole just, team there. Yep. And, and uh, you know, just just really have become just a, a very trusted voice. Uh, in, in in our country today, but fill people in a little bit on on kind of the on on ramping to uh, the, the the radical renegade uh, lifestyle. Yeah, so I was an IV drug addict, ran away from the Lord after years of trauma. Um, went through lots of sexual abuse, ended up having, you know, uh, several, even abortions, you know, and um, then uh, I just had a radical encounter with God's love that totally wrecked all my religion. And when I say religion, you know, I grew up in the church and um, I was told that I had to look a certain way. I had to behave a certain way in order to be received by God. And that wasn't true. It was that God received me just as I was. And as I came to understand his love for me and I focused on the grace that he released to me to, and you know, to separate me from sin and make me his daughter, um, I began to look more and more like him. And, um, you know, leading up to that video, it's currently at, I think, almost 17 million views just on Facebook. Oh, oh my Um, goodness. 
And, but people don't know the process behind that. (laughs) Like I had just been serving faithfully, like just being in living a lifestyle of loving Jesus radically um, for many years before that ever happened. And he had even, you know, I never wanted a ministry. I just wanted him. Mm -hmm. And um, I had gotten some really radical prophetic words about being a voice to the nations and releasing the fire of God's love um, around the world. And I'm like, oh, that's really grandiose. Like, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever. Sure. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, when <laughs> yeah, you get words like that. Exactly. Um, but I just really had gone through um, just many years of making him my focus, making him my priority. I was oh. a hairdresser and was just loving on people in my hair salon yeah. and prophesying over people in my chair and um, then, you know, people are getting slain in the spirit in my salon, people are getting healed in my salon. And, um, you know, I had these words and was just really, I guess, dead to myself. I, I'll put it that way. Um, I just wanted more of Jesus. I had been fasting and praying leading up to that incident. And one day I was walking on that same road and the Lord, uh, you know, I was telling him, you know, God, I am satisfied with where I am, my station in life, Mm -hmm. but I want more of you Mm -hmm. and I want to understand you more. And these words that you have given me over my life, um, you know, what's the next step or what's the next yes that Mm -hmm. I can give you to have your dreams come true through me. Mm. And um, he asked me a question. He said, are you willing to be despised for my namesake? And I said, you know, I just thought of Jesus hanging naked and ashamed and despised, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I said, if it was good enough for you, it's good enough for me. And then the following week, I was just, taking a jog down the road and was praying in the spirit like I often do. And um, all of a sudden, it was like the realms merged is all I can say. And I experienced Jesus's heart for the lost. And and I experienced the... um, the the weight of how far the body had of Christ had came in really falling away from the law of love, mm. you know, um, to love the Lord, our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our strength, and then to love our neighbor as ourselves mm. and how that, how, how Jesus being misrepresented because of our pettiness and our sins mm. and our compromise had actually compromised our generation and made it to where they hated who they thought he was because he was misrepresented. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people think that it's, they call it no one left behind. (laughs) It's been translated into so many different languages, Um, but it's, it's really about the church getting our hearts right, laying our pride down, closing the gap in between where we are as humans and, um, being one with him, 
mm-hmm. so that we can rightly represent him to a world who is lost in sin. And um, that when we rightly represent him and his love, then that's when we're going to see change. And so it's really, um, you know, living that selfless life. So it was crazy that um, I actually tried to record it twice for myself. And then it, uh, (laughs) my phone kept glitching. And so the last time I'm like, you know, hot mess express down the road in the summer. <laughs> it's actually that's what I call it. That's everyone calls it the no one left behind. I call it hot mess express. Well, um, it'd, be, it'd be great if God would encounter you like when your your studio's there, the no lighting's kidding. perfect, All your, your makeup, makeup's on. you know, yeah, you got exactly. your hairs red, like like okay, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, it's like he, he's like, man, this is a good time nope, for me. And, this is a great time. And uh, you know, I'm yeah. uh, now. Well, it was so vulnerable, you yes. know, yes. that was like literally the most vulnerable I ever, th- I think I've ever been in my life. And it was truly like, you know, Jesus says like, we're to pick up our cross and follow him daily. Yep. And when I recorded it, he had told me, he said, you know, I, I've called you to the media mountain, but you haven't occupied it. And so I had actually been trying to be faithful to post little things on a public figure page that had five followers um, just to be obedient yeah, to what he's and felt to do. totally silly. <laughs> and um, then when I recorded that video, he said, I want you to do it for an audience because it's not meant for you. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember getting back to my house and like looking at the upload button, you know, um, on my Facebook. And in that moment, like, you know, looking the worst I've ever looked, you know. I mean, I'm my hairstylist. We don't get business when we look like that, right? Like, <laughs> bad my brand. And uh, just putting everything out there. I did not expect it to go viral um, at all. And, you know, God just, he blew on it. But I literally had to die in that moment when I sent, wow. sent upload. And I'm so thankful that I did. I mean, there's yep. been so many people that have gotten saved through that. Oh. You know, and really, I think that the definition of a revivalist is somebody who calls people back to the ancient past, mm-hmm. calls people to return to God. And, um, you know, that's really what I was doing in that moment. Is it's like, it's a hey, fascinating, back. fascinating yes. time we're in because, you know, more people saw mm-hmm. your Hot Mess Express, you know, uh, sermon mm-hmm. than yeah. heard Jesus and all the disciples ever preach in all their lifetimes. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it's like, in in one swoop, mm-hmm. your your impact in that moment seventeen million. You know, I mean, just on Facebook alone, just on Facebook alone, yeah. just in that in that one swoop. We're we're in this really incredible time where you know, here we are, you know, having a conversation with you with video. This would have been like uh, sci fi, you know, back mm-hmm. back, you know, in you know the eighties even. Right, you know, right. Or, or you know the ability to do this. Mm-hmm. It's it's an incredible ministry moment we're in. So when you hear things like a billion soul harvest, well, it's like that would take a long time. Like you know, knocking on doors, handing out tracks or something. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that would take you take you a while to get to get to a billion. It's true. Where where you know the the probability of that you can realistically see a move of God that could impact every person on the planet in a really powerful way. Yeah, it's that video. 
is still there. It actually, the anniversary of it, the two year anniversary of it was just last week, which is interesting. And yeah, that um, is it goes of popularity or viralness again, which is something else that is very interesting. I've watched God do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually, it made somebody else famous on YouTube because I didn't post it on my YouTube channel. Um, I just posted it on my Facebook and uh, some other minister had seen it and it really impacted him. And so he actually put it on YouTube because it wasn't available on YouTube. And so he ended up um, being promoted through that video too, which wow. uh, it was totally fine. God as long is good. As the gospel was being preached like you know by all means yep um i've actually kept that video widely available to anybody um without receiving royalties or anything on it because it's not about me it's about jesus being glorified and the the testimonies that are still coming in are just amazing. So we'll put a link to it down Jesus, below. Like, yeah. Put me in the forefront. Yeah. That's good. If, if, you're, I love if it. you're listening on Apple or Podbean or Spotify or in these places, audio only, the link will be in the show notes mm-hmm. down below. And, uh, I, I, you know, just hearing this again, I'm like, we need to go back and watch it again. I know, it's, it's so it, good. It, it was just, it, it's one of those things you, you can't stop watching. No. Like you're just like, because it's so real. You know, we were talking before we began recording about our mutual friend, uh, uh, Robert, AG. And it's mm-hmm. like just, what I love about it is he's 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 uh, he's real, mm-hmm. you know. And in yeah. a world of filters and Instagram yeah. and this and that, and you don't even know. And you know, it's like when people see something that's real today, it stands out. There's it real. Does. There's real new. They've been they've been eating cardboard for so long. It was you know they got like scurvy, mm-hmm. you know, of their soul. And it's like when they see something that's real and authentic, it's like. Oh, it, it, you're drawn to it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure that's probably, you know, the appeal that Jesus had, you know, in this time. No like, doubt about like, it. This is truth. You know, when we were together last in, um, in Dallas, you had an encounter with the Lord that was really powerful. You ended up, uh, it was actually in the plane on the way to Dallas. And then mm-hmm. we ended up doing an interview the day that next day, or I think it was the next day after that, but you shared that. And it was about, I, I would love for you to share the prophetic word. And then the red wave, three red waves, and what we've experienced over this last week, and it is interesting that that was last week with Roe v. Wade being overturned. So I would love for you to to touch on that, and then you even have some new things that God's been showing you as well. Yeah, so that was um, that was wild. That was a wild, <laughs> wild weekend, let me yes. tell you. Um, so do you want me to—I'm trying to think. Like, so I don't know if I need to share the whole world, word that I received on the plane, but essentially— what happened was I was on the flight to Dallas. I was coming to the Reawaken America tour and um, I ended up going into this vision on the plane. And in the vision, I actually saw the Supreme Court judges. I saw the Supreme Court and I saw millions of people. They weren't just babies, but they were millions of, of individuals ranged between you know, newborn to uh, almost 50 years old. Mm -hmm. And they were standing like the cloud of witnesses in front of the Supreme Court judges. And the Lord began to speak to me. And this vision was something like, I guess, maybe Ezekiel, you know, might have experienced because it, it was like a full panorama, like movie that I am inside of and I'm watching and I'm seeing all of this wickedness behind the scenes. I'm seeing um, 
exchanging of money between politicians and world leaders and people who have been given um, governmental authority. And they are literally, it's blood money from uh, the abortion industry, from um, child sex trafficking, from just all this corruption and and it was very disturbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it actually, after I had this encounter, I had to pray and ask the Lord to uh, remove and protect my emotions from what I saw because it was so upsetting. And you have to understand, so I am just a little girl that loves Jesus. I'm a high school dropout. <laughs> you know, if I have wisdom, it's because I've received it from the Lord. And um I don't know much about government. I have never really gotten into it. I just pray or decree things as Holy Spirit releases for me to do. Um, So I didn't know much about the Supreme Court judges at all. But I even saw that there was one man in the Supreme Court that um, had always sided with the, the abortion industry and had even received things from the abortion industry. Um, monetarily, and uh, he was tossing and turning in his bed at night because there was evidence that was going to go before the court that was going to absolutely destroy the um, the argument of the abortion industry. Mm-hmm. And it it was, uh, and then I saw the cloud of witnesses begging him from the cloud, choose life, don't choose death, let us live, choose life. Mm -hmm. And that eventually this judge was going to concede and he was going to side with life and that that would be his new legacy. Um, And then the Lord told me, he said um, that he was performing a great overturning in the heads and the hearts of our nation concerning the issue of abortion. And he said, um, he said that he was going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And he said that um, with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, that there would be, there would come three red waves. And now I know, right. And that was really (laughs) exciting for me. And, um, but he, he wanted me to understand and I, and I need the audience to understand this too, that the red waves are not about a political party. They are about the blood of Jesus that proclaims a better word than the blood of Cain or of Abel that cries out for justice. Okay. So it's, it's about his mercy. Um, it's about his blood that has done its work. Amen. Amen. And, um, he said that with these three red waves that there would be, and I'll read that part. Um, so this was from December, uh, 2021, Mm -hmm. um, that weekend that I met you guys. Yep. Yep. And he said, and not so many years from now, the world will weep when they read of the atrocities of abortion. Watch as I'm performing a great overturning in the heads and hearts of your nation. Even the unjust judges are weary of the nagging pleas of my church. In the days ahead, there is coming three red waves, and my people will see each wave bring overwhelming victory and justice to the land. I will do this even with the illegitimate ones seated in the White House. 
I will do this to be a sign that I, the Lord, am the only one who can save a nation, for I will not share my glory, nor will another man be exalted as your Savior. You may think you lost the battle, but watch as we have already won the war. Although the enemy came in like a flood, I, the Lord, have raised a standard against him. Welcome to the year of Jubilee, where the red wave of redemption will come in as a tidal wave of justice and reform. For it is high time, and I have hastened my word to perform it. Tell my people it's time to prepare for the return of the prisoners and the release of the child captives. As they step out to fight, I will not allow them to fail, for the battle belongs to me, and I never lose. So arise, let your light shine for all to see. Hoist the torch of freedom as a beacon once again for the tired, the poor, and the hungry. Liberty bells are ringing. Awaken, O sleeper, and rise from your slumber, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Wow! That is unbelievable. I mean, yeah, and, and there's so much coming so, out now with that. Want, uh, the Jubilee, the bell. I mean, we're hearing a lot of these different things. I just want to comment on something. You know, Robin Bullock has mentioned periodically in an increasing rate warnings to the Republican Party mm-hmm. specifically. And and, and I, I love that you said that. It's not a, a, a Democrat-Republican nope. thing. There is a predetermined plumb line of truth that comes from the throne room that that – mankind just needs to align with like we need it we, we we don't need to try to 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 talk god into bringing favor to the gop right you know the gop needs to come into alignment with god's word and with what his vision is for our country mm-hmm. and his truth and align with what he's doing with or without them because you know he's certainly not handcuffed to right. what what they're willing to do or not do. They need to be with him. Period. Mm-hmm. It, regardless of of party, our nation needs to cry out for God and use that predetermined plumb line. And I love that you said that because it it is easy when you see something like uh, pro choice and pro life. These issues, like, well, clearly there's 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 a, a party whose platform aligns mm-hmm. with life, but mm-hmm. but like that's not the highest source, the highest source is God and keep that party platform and the people within the party, pull them to God, not try to drag God into what we're doing. I love the way that you said that. That, that is the thing. And, you know, it's interesting because even what you said there, that uh, as I was praying about all of this and saying, okay, God, what are We've seen the first red wave with the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Um, You know, it was actually over that weekend, the Lord had told me that it was time for me to launch um, my ministry that I had received years ago after um, he had actually, in a trip to heaven, allowed me to meet my children who were there from abortion and the healing that he brought me in that moment. Um, to know my children and to know that I stood before them innocent through the blood of Jesus. Um, So it was actually that weekend he confirmed to launch this. It's called the Cloud Cries Out Speak Life, and where we're calling women who are believers that are post-abortive to come and to speak the truth about Mm -hmm. how abortion not only ends a human life that is valuable and sacred, but how um, it actually hurts women. And there is a agenda behind the um, pro-abortion industry that is all tied to um, 
Baal and yeah. Baal worship and and mammon. It's all about money, you know, follow the paper trail. And even the people that are, are in government now that are, um, you know, bemoaning this overturn of Roe v. Wade, it's because they're going to lose big bucks because Planned Parenthood has been paying for their, you know, their races. And this is all stuff I've found out after the fact, but it all ties back into that original vision. You know, the Lord's confirmed all of that to me and how really, um, you know, right now we're living in a society that has, um, it's a culture of death and we need to begin to change that. And the only way that we can change that is by introducing and rightly representing Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life. And that means that even, you know, the, the woke agenda, it's, it's really an ideology and you can't argue with an ideology. Where are your hard-earned dollars going? Are they going to fund the deep state or are they going to fund the kingdom? And you know where you stand with a guy like Mike Liddell and MyPillow.com. And not only is he a great guy and he supports great causes, he makes the best products in the world in his category. Yeah, 10-year warranties on their products. My favorite product when you go to MyPillow.com and you put the promo code FLYOVER right at the top, you get up to 66% off. Right now they're running a special on the slippers. They are my very favorite. I know I've talked about it many times, but these slippers are absolutely amazing. It is like she doesn't a hug leave the house without them hardly for your feet. In fact, a lot of times I'll put them in my purse. So if I'm wearing heels or something and my feet start hurting, I'll put on my slippers. They have this great bottom on them too, uh, that makes it really nice, and that they're not going to get ruined when you do go outside. And you know what? Every time you spend a dollar, you're voting. You're voting in a big way. Let's support Mike Lindell. He's supporting you. He's supporting our country. Let's support him the only way that an ideology can be changed is through conversion to a superior ideology. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Yep, I, that's so true. And it, um, it's interesting I that actually, you say that because um, we had a conversation, it was probably maybe a month ago with with Abby Johnson from Unplanned. She, you know, she was obviously a director of Planned Parenthood for many years and now obviously an advocate for life. But in a conversation that she had, we were talking about governmentally, what does this look like? How the people standing up against Roe v. Wade and abortion. And she said, here's the problem. There's so many people in and out of the church that have had abortions that they feel guilty to actually say something against abortion because they had one. They said, how could I, I'm hypocritical then because I had one. How can I actually speak out against it? And, uh, and I love that the Lord gave you this ministry with Speak Life because in this ministry, you're walking women and men through the grieving process of having abortion and a lot of times them having encounters with Jesus of forgiveness and even sometimes being able to meet their children that they have aborted in heaven in the supernatural way. And it's like so powerful because the healing has to come because this guilt that's put on them by by the devil, by the enemy, it stops them in their track from being able to really speak for what they really believe. And that's the dichotomy there because, um, you know, so we've found out and I, I didn't know anything about abortion statistics or, or anything before I launched this ministry. It's just kind of all came since then, mm-hmm. but it takes on average a, so we have one in four women in the church who are post-abortive, right? Yep. And many of those women have had multiple abortions and, um, 
there is so much shame that is attached to it after salvation, which is what mm-hmm. I've, I've realized, that it takes on average 24 years for a woman to get honest about the abortions that she had. And so that is 24 years wow. of silent trauma, silent grieving mm-hmm. um, that begins to fester. And one of the things that um, God told me with this particular ministry, the Speak Life Project, is um, it's all based on Revelation 12, 11, that we overcame Satan, the accuser of the brethren, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, yeah. right? And we know that Jesus is the spirit or the testimony of Jesus mm-hmm. is the spirit of prophecy. And so what does that all mean when we tie it together? It literally means that when we speak up and we tell the world, we tell others about what the blood of Jesus has done for us. It literally silences the voice of the accuser in our lives. But it's only when we speak it because our words have creative power. And then here's the other thing, the word overcome. I love this. It, It means we strangle, we suffocate, we snuff out. So when we speak the word of what Jesus and his blood has done, for us. We're literally strangling the devil so that he can't speak over us anymore. He can't accuse us for who we used to be. And that is when um, we also, so if the the, um, spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus, that means that when we share our testimony as an eyewitness of what Jesus has done for us, we are releasing a prophecy into the lives of those that hear it about what Jesus wants to do with the same authority and the same power that he's done in our life. So our testimony is not just a story, it's actually a prophecy. And that's why the enemy wants to keep us silent. Wow. I mean, that is huge. And, and the one problem is, you know, we do a lot of work at the Pregnancy Crisis Center, you know, here they have three locations. It's an, it's an incredible um, agency that, that that works even for a whole year after the baby is delivered, working on like budgets and how to change a tire in your car, like all these parenting. like li- parenting and mm-hmm. life skills. Like there's just so much investment. They really try to get, you know, the fathers in, involved right from the jump. And like, it's just an incredible, you know, healing ministry, but there's a large percentages of churches that will not allow them to come in and and share do baby bottle is, drives or talk about abortion in any way. Be, you know, and, and like Jesus, Jesus didn't have a habit of like um, hiding things under. And and I want you to behave the way I want, and we're going to pretend this doesn't exist. He would actually draw that stuff out. The woman at the well, he's like, yeah, and then, you know, you've had many husbands. The one you're with now is not your husband. I was like, I, let's get everything and let's put it all here. Yep. And you know what? It's not too big for me. Jesus isn't scared of those things. Right. You know, yeah. he's like, no, let's put it here. And you know what? Boom! It's it's like what he he made that woman in, in, into like a new person instantly because the shame and guilt was removed, yep. and that alone. I mean, what what she say when she went to town? I want to introduce you to this man who knew everything about me. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it's like it wasn't like I, I want to introduce you to this man who you know what I tricked him into thinking I was better than I am. Right. You know, right. And I, I didn't. I got I got a hole in the back of my shirt, but as long as I'm facing him, he can't see the hole. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like no, it's like hey. I know all, and then there's a hole in your sock too, and it's all good. You know what? And, and just move forward. Like that is what the world needs, not behavior modification. They need it on the table, and they know it's 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 not doesn't scare God. 
It's not too big for you know, him. And, and then, then people start operating free of guilt and free of shame. Stacey calls it shilt. Um, yeah, when you combine guilt and shame, you get shilt. <laughs> and so people, yeah, are, are, yeah. people are full of shilt, and they're walking around, and they're not operating at their best, you know, and doing, and a lot of people just don't even lean into what God's called them to do mm-hmm. because of guilt and shame, because of any sin. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the church should be the place, the, the most open place to put it on the table and say, you know what, it, it, God's, God, it's not too big. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a problem. Right. Because when we bear, you know, we're supposed to bear each other's burdens and we're supposed to confess our sins one to another so that what we might be healed. Right. Right. And the only way that we can do that is by, you know, like bringing it to the light. And Mm -hmm. I'm totally the woman at the well, you know, and that's the thing. When he met her there, he was making a public declaration like all these men have rejected you. You felt used by mm-hmm. all these men and you've fallen short in all of these relationships. But look, I am a man. I'm the son of yeah. God yep. that has good. come to Woo! meet you here to tell you that I am not ashamed of you, that I see everything that you've ever yeah. done mm-hmm. and I still openly receive you just as you are. And it was that love that totally transformed her life. Her name was actually, I've done a huge study on her. Her name was Fotini. And um, that it's that her name comes from the root word, um, a bright flash of light, because when we encounter God for the light that he is, his image, you know, we become a photograph or an image of who he is when we are, you know, blinded by the light of his glory. And then she went on to be a martyr. She the one of literally the first New Testament evangelist was a woman who had been rejected and had had failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. And and so these women who are coming in that are Mm post-abortive, they are the woman at the well. And, um, you know, so our ministry is really the, the miracles that have been happening behind the scenes. We're actually starting to catch some of those on video now um they and heaven and earth are truly reconciled mm-hmm. you know um many of these women have been having encounters with their children in the cloud of witnesses totally outside of my uh interference at all like mm-hmm. without praying for them they're coming in and they're getting radical deliverance they're getting uh they're having radical um encounters with with Jesus and uh in heaven and then they're getting totally healed like physical healing we had one woman who came who um I was telling you before the show she she got healed from bad scoliosis nobody laid a hand on her wow. to pray for her it was sovereignly done by god and so the lord is really breathing on this right now yes. and um I'm working behind the scenes, even as we speak, to create a community of women that can come together and um, who are post-abortive, mm-hmm. that can have a safe place to share and grow in um, in more healing, to walk out more deliverance, and um, to discover it, all that Jesus really died to give us, abundant life, total innocence, you know, through his blood. So it's so important that we speak Man. up, mm-hmm. just like you guys say, don't you? Yep. Stand up, yep. show up, speak up. That's yep. what we have to do. It's, the era of inaction is over, guys. That's right. And it, that it's is her, exactly right. It's her healing that created the evangelism. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, okay, I went and I learned to... New I, skill. I started, I started dressing like that guy and acting like right. him and no. like... And I, it was, 
healing. I think a lot of our churches, you'd, you'd be in a three-year program before you could be a greeter, you know? And it's like, it's like she, mm-hmm. the, 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 the man that's full of demons and was chained to the, in the cemetery, you know, like, bam, you're, you're a church planner now, go tell, tell them, tell them what you just experienced. That's exactly, you know, that? it's like, it, it's that healing because mm-hmm. that's what people are missing. That's, that's what right. people are craving and, and, and that's needing. what I love about what you're about what you're doing. If you go to KristaElisha.com, you can learn more about the Speak Life Ministry. There's a tab, um, I believe at the top. Yep, right there at the top. You can learn more about the ministry, um, about the healing that you're experiencing. Um, can they find videos there too, Krista? Um, yeah, so they there's a link to um the introduction video into our YouTube channel. Okay. And then you can also find um those videos. I've been also playing them on my channels, my YouTube, my Facebook, and and all of that as well. Um, and then so you just look for the cloud cries out, speak life. Yep. Um, and if you are a post-abortive parent that you know you want to share your story and give your child in the cloud of witnesses a voice. Um, There's actually on the speak life tab, a place where you can go and you can do that too. Um, We have a interview form that the Lord has given us um, to help walk people through their story. And there's all that information on there. And then the arise tab um, has everything that we are doing in our uh, our ministry for women right now and the Arise Women Summits where uh, we're actually bringing the Speak Life Project to your area where you can come be a part of these conferences that all these women are leaders and are taking the mountains of um, government. They're taking the mountain of family or or of the church religion right now, honestly, um, to really reform culture, to bring a culture of life where there has only been death before. I love it. You keep saying culture of life. So we have um, a a person that we know really well, and she has started a a business called cultureoflife1972.com. She has a clothing line. And so you keep saying that. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's like Carla. And it's all about pro-life. So, that's the, so the COL, that stands for culture of life. And, and, and they not and only- 1972, obviously they, before Roe v. Wade. Yeah, so they have clothing made in, in America, but they help employ designers and different people. They, they work a lot with Liberty University for people who want to go in the fashion industry. But the fashion industry is completely dominated by Planned Parenthood money. They're funding mm-hmm. Fashion Week. They always give out you know garb and, and, and swag from- from Planned Parenthood. So they're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to provide a place for people who want to design, want to do clothing, all this stuff and like mentor them and do internships. And they're just doing an incredible job. And proceeds go to the pro-life movement. So I'm like, man, you keep saying that. I'm like, man, makes me think of Carla. That is really cool. I'm going to have to check her out. Yeah. In fact, Stacey wears this little fearless necklace every day. It came from them. I have my little fearless necklace that I wear every single day. It came from uh, culture of life. So yeah, it's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, the culture of life. God's speaking yep. to me about establishing a culture of life. And um, so, yeah, and I have merch on my site, too. We have the Speak Life I shirt. saw that. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Um, maybe I can get with her and we can do yeah. something yeah. Um, together because that would be amazing. I love I love design, too. I'm artsy. You, yeah. You, you find that sometimes, like, like, I think God invites us to things and sometimes you just ignore it. Then you'll see it somewhere else, you know, and, and mm-hmm. like, uh, this is what he's speaking right now. There's your cool swag you know? right it, there. It's like, you guys are all coming together. I love it. I know. It's really, really cool. 
Yeah, we have to unify. You know, the I I have been very convicted lately. Um, the Lord has been teaching me a lot about what unity and what oneness really mm-hmm. looks like and how, um, you know, even in our government, the two parties have turned into a, a prophetic picture of how the, the church is really double-minded mm-hmm. is what he actually told me. And it very much grieved my heart. And um, so he, unity looks like if you win, I win yeah. because we're one. Right. Yes. And every great victory in the Bible, you know, God doesn't really highlight who was the first Israelite that jumped over the walls of Jericho, you know, after the the march. That person's not mentioned. Mm -mm. Now, who is mentioned is if there was one person in the camp who sinned, the sin affected the entire camp. So as the body of Christ, we really need to wake up and understand that if our neighboring church wins if they have a victory if if a neighboring ministry wins and has a victory mm-hmm. if they're promoted if our yeah. brother and sister is promoted and they're doing well we need to celebrate them because if they win then that means we're winning there yeah. shouldn't be any competition there's there's not room for competition in the body of Christ we should be building each other up and that's something that i really love about what you guys do the way that you promote other people and other ministries and that really is an indicator to me that you guys are are true. You really know Jesus. You're really working for your father and you're about his business, not about your own business, mm. right? As we lift each other up, you know, God will promote us in due season. And he really is promoting and multiplying the multipliers and the ones who are promoting others for his glory in this season. I love the, wow. the, the, the when you mentioned your your YouTube you know video. There's a lot of people that if they had a video on Facebook that went to 17 million people, and then someone else put it on YouTube and got it, they, they wouldn't celebrate that with joy, mm-hmm. you know. Versus it, it being the message that got versus shared. you're like, oh, yeah. that's so great. I'm glad he did that because look how many more people saw this. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you really, you really, you really walk that out. Yes, I had some people say something like, "Aren't you going to do anything?" And I'm like why? No, <laughs> this is good. Like, he's preaching the gospel. Yeah, like, yeah. He's good, good idea. Him. I'll send him an email and thank him. Good idea. But <laughs> yeah, thank this you. is so awesome. I had some people run into him at a Sean Foyt concert and they took a selfie with him and, and sent it to me. And I'm like, God bless him. You know, that man had been posting content faithfully on his channel and had not gotten any traction. And so what an honor, you know, yes. that yeah. the Lord could could promote a brother in Christ that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I don't I don't even know him, but I mean that's how we ought to be. You know, there's Man. no competition and and there's no lack in the kingdom. God is the God of more than enough, right? Yep. Dude, they, they had 12 baskets of fish and bread left over, man. That's right. You know, I mean, <laughs> come God on. of abundance. For sure. Right. For and sure. so I'm I, I say that too because you know here's another thing in the the pro-life movement that I have seen is that there is so much competition. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually with the Speak Life Project we opened a crisis women's care center um, in our town. We have a small town, um, 
but we're in the center of a university campus. Mm. And so we just wanted to be able to offer some intervention for college students who would be passing by our location and may mm. need some some help, right? Mm-hmm. And we actually got backlash from other pro-life organizations in our community um, because they were (laughs) concerned about funding. And um, I'm like, we're actually just here to help. And we were going to refer these women to you because that's not what we're called to. We're actually called to to the media mountain. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to provide an an interception for for girls that you might miss on the outskirts of town. You fell through the crack. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I've actually now being able to talk to some amazing lawmakers like uh, Janet Porter and uh, Candace Kelly that are here from Ohio, I've I've learned that this is not something that is new in the pro-life movement. And I really believe that Roe v. Wade would have been overturned a lot sooner had we all came together and worked together. Yeah. And um, it's really important for us to um, just as believers, like what is it that I can do And or if I'm not called to that specific arena, how can I support my brother or sister Mm -hmm. if they are called to that arena? Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, How can I support them? Um, and in doing the work of ministry to to care for the modern day widow, which is the single mom. Yeah. And orphans. Man, right. That is it. so good. Now, people have an opportunity to, to see you coming up. I think in a few days, your next adventure you're going to be at is in Texas. And yeah. uh, with Robert with, and Jamie A.G. and the incredible group of people. I mentioned that, we may bring up that site and show this is an incredible event. We actually w- wanted to attend and be there. And then I'm, I'm having regrets now that I'm seeing it because we were already booked for something else. I'm, I'm like, oh, I just need more weekends. Uh, but um you go to banners for freedom, the number for freedom, and then forward slash revival. Yeah, bannersforfreedom.com forward slash revival. If you guys don't know, know about banners for freedom, I mean, we've had Robert uh, on, on the show before. He just felt led by God to start putting up uh, 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 one billboard in his little small town in Texas where he lived in a rural community um, just with some truth on it. And uh, you know what? It caught fire. People are like, I didn't I didn't even know that. They started funding. Well, we could do more of these billboards. I don't know how many they've got now, but digital ones all over the country. Times, even in Times Square. Times Square. We had yeah. uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Jane Ruby on our show last week, and she just mentioned, she said, yeah. And this information that I'm rolling out, she goes, actually, uh, Banners for Freedom um, helped me put it on a billboard in Times Square. We're and like, so millions yes. of people are seeing it. And I'm like, man, I God can use anybody that says, okay, you know, you got Robert in a little town in rural Texas and you got, you know, Dr. Jane Ruby putting mm-hmm. truth in Times Square because of his his willingness. So just yep. an amazing ministry. Go to bannersforfreedom.com and, and check that out. And you can, uh, we put a link to our interview yeah. with Robert down below. People can see that. But he's putting together this event and the, the list of speakers that are coming in are are unbelievable. You got Matt and Joy Thayer and I think uh, Dr. Dr. Stella, Dr. Brian Artis. Uh, you know, quite a quite a few people. So this would be a great event for mm-hmm. people if you're 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 uh, if you're if you're anywhere in North America, this would be a great place to <laughs> a good trip to go and be able to see an amazing lineup. Yeah. So when I was in Dallas with you guys, it was the first time I actually got to meet Robert and his wife Jamie, and uh, 
the way that all that happened was crazy too. They had actually came to my very first tent crusade in Adair, Oklahoma. And um, they had wow an incredible encounter with the Lord. And then the next event they went to was um, one of the, I think it was the first um, Reawaken America or the second Reawaken America. In Tampa. And they got baptized and then they got back and, you know, got this word about, you know, and, you know, being under the banner of the Lord, which is hilarious because they don't know that um, my friend who actually owns the tent that we use, you know, to do these things, his ministry is called Nisi Nights. And it's all about, you know, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah being our banner over us is oh love. My and so he didn't know that it was just something like in the spirit that God is doing right now. And, you know, he's the flag under which we rally. Yes. Right. Um, and so that is just amazing. But the, I met them the last time I was there in Dallas when wow. I had that encounter. And so now here we are months later, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. God is saying, I'm releasing these red waves and of justice and reform. And now I'm going to be back in Dallas literally in just a, a few days to be preaching under that tent again in time for um Independence Day, yes. you know, and I really believe one of the words the Lord gave me he said, can a nation be born again in a day? Woo! And I said, absolutely, Daddy God, absolutely. And he said, watch for the rebirth of a nation. And um, the rebirth of a nation and really what I believe in these three red waves that are coming, you know, as I was praying into that, okay, that was one big red wave. Like, what's the next, Papa? And um, he, I believe that these red waves are going to be major governmental things that we're going to see happen that are going to reestablish his covenant that he made with us that we are recovenanting our country, our land, our family back to him and to the ancient paths of righteousness. Wow. So our country, our founding fathers, they were believers. They were evangelists, right? Mm. And they made a proclamation that from the coasts of our land, the gospel would be preached into every other nation in the world. Hallelujah. And mm. that all of our founding documents, I believe they were Holy Spirit inspired. And all of our laws, they were based on the Bible because the Bible is the only standard for morality Mm -hmm. and for justice and and for true human life. And I really believe that these red waves that we are going to see, we're going to see a restoration of these, the ancient ways of righteousness, those, those ancient past, the, the fundamental Christian values that our founding fathers held dear mm-hmm. to their heart because Jesus was dear to their heart. I believe that's what we're going to see. And with this, you have to understand the people that are in opposition are not going to be happy. Right. They're not going to be happy. And, um, you know, we we can't expect them mm-hmm. to be happy. And so what we are going to need to do, and, and and this is another thing that the Lord has really put on my heart, is that with these red waves, one, we need to be prepared 
for conflict. Um, and we need to be battle ready, meaning we don't war against flesh and blood, right? We war against principalities, mm-hmm. world rulers, wicked spirits, and heavenly places. Though it's it's demonic personalities that actually project their belief system and their lies into the people that are walking these manifestations out on earth. And so what we need to do is we need to walk in humility and we need to walk in gentleness. We need to walk in love demonstrated like Christ-like love demonstrated to those who don't understand. And instead of engaging in arguments or boasting about these victories, we need to make sure that um, we are not... um, we're not ostracizing those that we've actually been called to good. reconcile back yeah. into, you know, that, into God. That's really good to hear right now. That's good. That is huge. I love that. Krista, thank you so much for your time. This has been amazing. I, mean, I can't believe how fast the time went. I mean, the the information that the Lord has given you and the wisdom that you carry, and you said that, you know, I mean, honestly, the wisdom that you carry it's divine, and we are so thankful that your voice is being amplified right now in the earth and that it's bringing so much encouragement and so much healing to people and really just showing, always pointing to God. You always point right back to God, and it's, it's so exciting to see what you're doing right now. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys, too. I actually watch your channel whenever I can. Aw, <laughs> thank you. Where am I going to get the real news? We see Robert thank and Jamie you. this weekend. Give them both a big hug from us. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.